Hello and welcome to Books the Podcast. The only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Tom, mm-hmm. this week we're still talking about the Anne Rice classic interview with the vampire, the spellbinding classic that started it all. Did you come up with that subtitle yourself? No, a couple things. How many books are in that series? Oh, I don't know, a bunch. Okay, you gonna read them all? No, I don't. I don't even think I'll finish reading this one. <laughs> well, to be you honest. have to. You're contractually <laughs> no, look, obligated. I don't hate this book. Uh, there are some elements of this book that I don't like because um, they're too scary. No, it's not scary enough. You know what? Scary stuff happens in it, and like uh, tense. There are tense scenes that happen, but the narrator, this yeah. guy, look, I've been calling him Lewis. He's he's a French. He like he emigrated from France and went to like New Orleans, right? Uh huh. He's probably Louis. Louis, right? Hello, I am Louis. I'm gonna keep calling him Lewis, though. But just so you know, I know. Okay. Lewis sounds... Uh, and Lewis is Brad Pitt? I don't know. You're going to be watching the movie. Yeah. Uh, but the way... Like, the whole thing is him... It's an interview with him. It's more of a goddamn monologue with an interviewer trying to get a word in edgewise. Um, but he just makes everything so long-winded. I don't blame Anne Rice. And Anne Rice shouldn't <laughs> let uh, Lewis tell the story next time. I don't think you understand how... <laughs> authors work you know just to put it through hey i want to hear what ann rice would how she would write it she's heard the story so instead of just transcribing ann rice it should do the interview i think ann rice should come in take the transcript of the interview and adapt it into a readable right because as it stands right now it's kind of like transcription of the interview with a vampire yeah exactly like, what work did Anne Rice even do? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, she just printed the transcripts. Maybe she uh, is like one of those uh, court stenographers, though. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, everybody. She's very talented at that crazy typewriter they use. Yeah, it has eight keys. No, it has more than eight. It has like a few. How are those keys? God, I'd love to learn about know. that. <laughs> I knew this old school journalist. Uh-huh. Who wrote in shorthand? Oh yeah, that's wild. Right. I'd be. Uh, it would be an interview with <laughs> you, the Tim, vampire. The yeah, the non-vampire. The vampire. Yeah, and and well, as at, I the, was, t- at I the time, was, if I'm recall, you were an umpire though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she wrote a weekly column interview with the umpire. <laughs> Hey, and uh, you know what? Uh, interview with the umpire. He calls him as he sees him. Yeah. That's what, what the subtitle That's was. what the Washington Post said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so people chose this book. They voted for this book, Tom, because they thought they would uh, make me unhappy. I wanted to unhappy. make a tweet. It's too bad to tweet, but I'll say it in this. Okay. I've been watching. Is uh, it racist? Are no. Are you afraid of getting no, canceled? No, no. Uh, uh, you know the new HBO series Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tweet, "Who watches the Watchmen?" Well, HBO hopes you. Why would you tweet that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, I think that that's a great tweet. Maybe though. you know what? Maybe the tweet's out there already. Yeah, I think you're gonna tweet. Maybe a best muster. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's you know what? That's gonna perform better than you you think. <laughs> okay. Uh. So anyway, driving an and vibing. For that. Tom driving and vibing wrote. I'm thrilled about the shout out, even though I could tell Tim was about to make more fun of our name. I di- I just didn't understand. I didn't realize this was another another person with a Patreon. You thought this was uh, a person's full name. <laughs> I just thought they were like uh, Patreon was like okay, you're gonna sign up for the complete guide Patreon Patreon. Uh, What's your name? And they were just like driving and vibing, bro, because it's what I do. Yeah. But they have their own Patreon, and it's cool. Yeah, they do good stuff. I always think that when I go to our Patreon page, and it says like who who what the Patreons they're supporting, and we're not supporting anybody. Yeah, I'm not saying we're going to. I personally support some some stuff. Oh, me too. But I'm just saying. Do you like want to our... do you want to go into our Patreon stuff and and say what we support? No, because my like mine's like UFO things. Oh, is it? Make fun of me for yeah. Mine are two podcasts uh-huh. and a magic thing. <laughs> Ooh, what's the magic thing? They have it's it's also it's it's not a pod like they they release podcasts. It's one of the coordinators, uh, the magic coordinators on Penn and Teller's Fool Us. Okay, so essentially what they do every. Week, you know, Penn and Teller's fool us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magicians come on, they do a magic trick and try to fool Penn and Teller, like and a, and Allison Harrigan, Hannigan, Hannigan. But uh, and so and if Penn and Teller are fooled, are fooled, they win a, a if prize. If they can't figure out how the trick is right, done. and they won't say how the trick is done, they'll just ask the magician, like, "Hey, does it have something to do with?" Yeah, they'll talk in code. The coin, and they'll be like, "Yes, or the yep." Okay, or they'll bye. be like, "Ah, uh, there is a famous uh, magician yeah. by the," and they'll be like, "Oh, yep, that's what I adapted yeah, the trick yeah. from." Uh, and the magician's code precludes them from discussing that further in public, right? But they'll sometimes, uh, so if somebody's like a dick, yeah, yeah, they'll they'll give out more de like they'll keep giving details until, until somebody's the, like like cry oh, uncle, and they're yeah. like, yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, it's like, oh, if we're wrong, then you wouldn't mind us saying right that well, I we, think this think is how you're, you're getting, getting yeah. doing it. Yeah, um, but like one of the stage manager coordinator, you know, they they have guys that help stage it for. For the magicians. Uh, for, yeah, for the production and stuff. Right, because it's, yeah, you can't be like, oh, and have a camera over my shoulder yeah. or whatever. And so that guy has a, a podcast a- after every one of the shows where basically they walk through how every trick is done. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to listen to this yeah, show. What's it's it called? Uh, I forget. Um, I'll, I'll, wait, I'll give him a plug, right? Yeah, why not, Tim? Yeah. Uh, uh, driving and driving and vibing. It's like a vanning, right? It's like a uh, they're vanners. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, you would know you. Uh, the mind noodler. That's the name of the. Uh, yeah. Okay, the mind noodler. I mean, that's just a show you subscribe to. But driving and vibing, they're on YouTube too. That's where I subscribe to yeah. them because it's free. I like that you. Mm-hmm. When they said, oh, they also said, uh, 
I think it was Tim who said there's something mentally wrong with people <laughs> who live in tiny houses. Right. So there's that. Because I think, I forget if they're in a van or like a mobile home or a converted, I think they're in like a converted van. An Airstream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, an Airstream. So mm-hmm. like it's a pulling thing. Yeah, but it's like, uh, I think they like, you know, they camp out or whatever, go to national parks and whatnot. Yeah. I like those kinds of things. I watch those. Yeah, me too. I do too. And I think I I, I said something in a tiny house thing because Uh. I was mad at somebody on some HGTV show or something. Um, You're always mad at somebody on the HGTV show. (laughs) It's true. Or the Food Network. (laughs) Uh, But then you jump in. I just subscribed to your YouTube channel because I don't think there's anything mentally wrong with you. Tom. Tom. It was a good way to undercut you. I know. But this is the thing. Ask anybody, and many people who subscribe to this have been to our live shows and have uh, met both of us. Uh, Ask them who's actually nicer in real life, Tim or Tom. No. There is no way that they're going to say that you're nicer than I am. No. I play a curmudgeonly character People on are the surprised that like, you don't curse them out. And then they think like, oh, Tim's nicer than I thought. But that doesn't mean you're a nice guy. It's just nicer than I thought. I'm a and nice what guy. I thought How was am I a not monster. a nice guy? You called these people mentally deficient? I didn't. I, I said something about people with tiny homes. Yeah. They're in an airstream. It's well, completely that's... different. <laughs> well, maybe they were just upset about you generalizing in general. Well, that's fair. Look, driving and vibing. I got a lot of growing up to do. Tim, what happened this week on Interview with the Vampire? I mean, it's it wasn't like a TV show. <laughs> well, I, I, books are like a TV show of the mind. You're going to regret asking that question because I'm just going to answer that with a question. Where what did we happened leave last off? week? Yeah. Uh, you, there, there was like a, Plantation, a bunch of racist language. That yeah, you... there wasn't that much. It, like compared to the books from no, the I mean nineteenth century. Yeah. And I only I had to remove some of the racist language you use during the show. No, you don't edit these things, Tom. <laughs> well, you've don't... never, you've never posted a Patreon episode. Nobody, they don't know that. <laughs> well, they do now. Um, the Lestat. Actually, and... that reflects poorly on me. They're often very late. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it but at wasn't least I me do who it. posted late last week? I do it badly, but I do it. Okay. <laughs> week in, week out. Um, For 14 years we've had this thing. That's not true. Uh, Lestat and Louis is different than Lestat. Right? Yeah, yeah. Lestat is, is Tom it? Cruise. Louis is Brad Pitt. I don't I know think. that we know that for sure. I think that's what it and is. And we're not allowed to go to IMDb before no. the end of the book. And like uh, Lestat makes Louis into a vampire because he feels bad for him. Um, or he we're thinks not he's sure. cool. Something. He, he essentially what Louis comes to think in like. He, he's he's all over the place, but he's like, hey, he essentially made me his slave. But he really wanted to live at the uh, plantation and have all the trip yeah, trappings because Louis a, was a uh, a rich guy. Yeah, he's a mooch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's like kind of like an abusive relationship. That's kind of like the vibe, right? Yeah. 
like a little bit, like emotionally abusive. Like yeah, because uh, Lestat was all just like, "I'm going to hold this over you," like knowledge of being a vampire. Right. I'm not going to tell you how all the things work, yeah. even though, like, I don't know, just go to a library and you'll figure it out. Well, like, you'll it's, see. It's the normal vampire stuff. <laughs> it's pretty cut and dry. But no, it isn't the normal vampire stuff. They can see themselves in mirrors, garlic, <laughs> and uh, stake through the heart. Yeah, but they can't anything. go out during the day. Yeah, that's the one thing that yeah. we know. Well, that... but you know what? And they suck blood. Yeah, and if Louis just kept to the the vampire, like there are no new rules as of yet. All I had to do is watch Real Time with Bill Maher to keep up with the new rules, even if there are any. What I'm saying is, if he was like, Louis, All right. uh, they're still uh, through this point, like in the early 1800s, but yeah. Wait until he becomes a, a Bill Maher stan. <laughs> um, it, there's not, if he followed, he was like, all right, what do I know from books? Stay away from crucifixes. Stay away from holy water. Stay away from garlic. I got to be invited to go in. But even that one, it's like, well, I could try that out. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, I can't turn into a bat or a mist. That stinks. Uh, but, you know, I'll try it. It doesn't hurt. Um, and stay out of the sunlight. Like if he abided by all the rules he thought, yeah, he'd be limiting himself a little bit, but it's not like there was like a, Oh, don't eat after midnight. And he didn't know that. Right. So he would have been fine without Lestat. Um, they went to Nolens. Nolens. Yeah. Uh, uh, Louis is eating rats and stuff. He doesn't want to suck people's blood, but he does occasionally, right? Sometimes yeah. he gets a little randy and he mm-hmm. sucks somebody's blood. Um, and then he turned a little girl into a vampire. Yeah. Lestat did. Lestat did. And then there's prostitutes. Louis killed him. That they killed? killed that yeah. Lestat killed? Yeah. I think that's about where we left off. Right? Yeah. So essentially, Louis. Uh-huh. Let's call him Louis. Can yeah. we just call him Louis? Louis. Louis. Uh, Louis was uh, like getting tired of Lestat. He's like, yeah, you're 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 being a dick. Uh, Lestat killed those prostitutes in a like gruesome, unnecessary way. Right. He them. like tortured them. Right. Did you yeah. get into all the gruesome details of the torture? I did last week. Did you? Yeah, there was a bath. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Uh, basically, he he gave this one woman hope that she uh, would be spared. Yeah, and like playing with this food. Yeah, exactly. And 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 Louis was just kind of like, you know what? Fuck you, man. I'm I'm out of here. And then uh, Lestat turned this little girl into a vampire and was like, oh, she's our daughter now. Oh, you can't yeah. be. And this girl's name is Claudia. Mm-hmm. She's five. And that's Kiki. Kiki Dunst. Maybe. I don't know. It Pretty sure be, it's Kiki it Dunst. It could be Christian Slater. Kiki was not five, but she was young. Right. So they say a bunch of stuff about how like they realize uh, she's not going to grow at right. all. She's going to be forever a five-year-old. And they describe her body and <laughs> language that... Uh, the way they they describe children in this book really 
it gets on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, let's cut these passages. Yeah, because all they'd have to say is like, uh, she has the the body of a five year old, and like that's enough detail. She's a fucking ruthless killer, though. Oh, yeah, she's because like, she probably doesn't have like morality. Like, yeah, she takes out over kids can after be cruel. Lestat. Yeah, who well, that, they love killing. Yeah. And uh, she also, like, doesn't remember anything from before she became a vampire. Oh. So she, uh, I think the next, like, 60 years, the three of them are just going out uh, killing people Mm -hmm. at night. And at some point, they're in New Orleans the whole time. Yeah. If two or three people are getting murdered every (laughs) night. Yeah. Yeah. What what's going on? And they they address this a little bit later. They go somewhere else, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here we had to be careful because people would notice if people started disappearing." It's like but, no, that would happen anywhere. Yeah, a thousand people a year are, <laughs> are being murdered in a city. They're showing up with two holes in their neck. Yeah. Maybe I missed something. I'm I'm fully. Uh, that was always my problem with. Uh, I mean. I was going to say the John Wick universe. The third movie was better because the third movie like kind of embraced the ridiculousness, but mm-hmm. the second movie like got halfway into the mythology, but not enough. And it was like, well, now I'm think like you're trying to have a mythology, but also trying to stay grounded and realistic. Yeah. How is there just like a thriving assassin business? <laughs> Yeah, how many assassinations are there? Yeah, like how in demand are hitmen to just like blow people? And it's not like, oh, they go and they point, they make it. It's like, no, they like chop their heads off with swords or like shoot a thousand bullets into them. Like, nah. Yeah, at some point they'd be like, you know, we followed one of these guys. They went to this hotel and uh, this hotel's not on Yelp, but it seems very busy. And we looked into it. Uh, all these, we stopped a few people on their way out and asked them for ID. It turns out they're all international hitmen. <laughs> yeah, and and I, that's actually why I prefer stuff like that. Like, uh, just like go all it. the way, make it like yeah, just don't a fantasy world. Yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg always had a thing: don't involve the press. Um, in your movies. No, I've seen a lot of interviews with him. No, 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 no. He's just like, when you're making a movie and the story is going to have like fantastical elements in it or whatever, things that would attract the media to uh-huh. come report on it. As soon as you do that, it brings it into the real world and you'd be like, oh, why wouldn't people come? Like, leave them out of it. Uh, what about Lois Lane? What do you mean? She'd show up where Superman was. Yeah, but those rules don't really apply because they were in love. Not love all trumps the time. all the time. Well, she was in love with Superman. She didn't know, she, and she was like she, put up with Clark. She fucking knew. She knew the whole time. No. She knew the whole time. Did you hear there's a new Superman show coming out? Great. Um. So anyway. It's called they, Superman and Lois. Lois and Clark, the new adventures no, of it's Superman? it's called Superman and Lois this time. It's got big butt Superman in it. Who's Lois? Uh, Terry Hatcher? It's not Terry Hatcher. Ooh, imagine it was Terry Hatcher, though. And Dean Cain as Superman. <laughs> I wouldn't be very interested in it. Why not? Dean Cain sucks nowadays. Yeah, everybody sucks nowadays. Not like Dean Cain does. 
Mm. Who's mm. Robert Downey Jr.'s bad? No. No, he's Iron Man. Yeah. Why is he bad? Because I didn't like his character in Chef. So, uh, I so, didn't even know he was in Chef. So, yeah, he's in it for like a scene. It's very clearly, uh, it's it, it's contained to one room. Yeah, yeah, they have him for a few hours. Yeah, but uh, you know, he gives John Favreau his a uh, food truck. Okay. He's John Favreau's ex-wife's ex-husband. So they're both ex-husbands. Yeah. Okay, what don't you like about him? He's a jerk. He makes people put uh, uh, plastic booties over their shoes. Yeah, I don't want shoe dirt in my uh, food. Maybe you do. So they're going out killing like a million people. Um, Sounds like the scene was played for comedy. No, not a kind of, yeah. <laughs> but he was also fucking with John Favreau. Yeah. They're friends in real life. Yeah, but not in the movie. Yeah, so that and that's what allows them to not be friends in the movie. Because hmm. guess what? As soon as they call cut, guess what they did? <laughs> they embraced and kissed. Yeah, they had a big kiss. One of them, we love you so much. One, one of them big Hollywood kisses. <laughs> oh, let's kiss some more. That's what they did. <laughs> Who's in, who are you doing an impression of? Which of them talking about? Both of them. In unison? Well, as soon as they, as soon as they call cut, all these Hollywood stars are just like, mm, I like to kiss everybody. Don't, don't tell my wife or husband. Yeah. No, they all know. And that goes for you too, crew. Yeah. Have the grip killed. <laughs> Have the key grip thrown off a fucking cliff. Yeah. It's got loose lips. Bring in the best boy. <laughs> I want to threaten him. I want to hold a knife to his throat. <laughs> Look, if I'm willing to kill the best boy, think about what I'm willing to do the rest of you. So anyway, uh, they go out and Claudia, over the next like 60 years or whatever, she-, she... You don't see many people named Claudia anymore, huh? Nah. I was going to name one of our friends moms, but nobody would know. Uh, no, you don't. But this, uh, she was, you know, born in the early 1800s or whatever. So hmm. maybe, I don't know. So she, she becomes like an, uh, an older woman in the body of a child. Who's and, this? The mom? No, the, the daughter. The, the daughter the five of year who? Old, the five-year-old. Oh, right, but she's still a five-year-old. Yeah, but she amasses the knowledge. Right, of an old lady. And the experience. And so then they start talking in weird juxtaposition of like, she's a woman. Right. So, you know, the so Louis is like kind of in love with her and Ugh. sees her as like a lover, right. even though she's a five-year-old body. And it's right. Like, you know, you didn't have to write this book. <laughs> Right, could have written a different book. Yeah, you could have written a book where a where a man doesn't fall in love with a five year old with a person in a five year old's body. Right, but then there's all sorts of weird shit going on because Anne Rice lost a daughter around that age. Yeah, yeah. And so the idea of an immortal, you know, mm-hmm. and like the the idea of like 
I don't know. You know, it's uh, it's very complicated. This whole book is all about complicated emotions and stuff. And well, it sounds like maybe that's what uh, you know people have grabbed onto. Why it's such yeah, a bestseller? Yeah, and it's all in the it's all in the context of things that just skeeve me out. Vampires yeah. skeeve me out, Tom. Yeah, they want to suck your blood. Yeah, they say they V's instead of W's. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, she learns a lot. She's she's reading up on vampire lore. She wants to know about like, all right, what well, what are we like? Are there other ones out here? Yeah, uh, what's the deal? And she's like, hey, by the Is way, there a guild I can join? Yeah, and by the way, she's like, uh, which one of you made me, and and how? Yeah, like, what's going on here? And they're all being cagey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she uh she kills these servants that that came to the. They had free servants now. Okay, uh, so not slaves. Right. Um, but she killed two of them and just left their bodies in the kitchen. And Sloppy. Yeah, because their their family members came and were like, hey, so that little girl did something. We know. She was <laughs> hanging around our house and like, and uh, Lestat and Louis, and Louis uh, found the bodies and they had to burn them up in a stove and bring them out to a swamp uh, and dump them. Uh-huh. And uh, Lestat was like, you better fucking tell her to be a better goddamn vampire. She's putting us all in, and in, in Louis's like, yeah. I'm in love with her. She's a child and stuff. Yeah. Whatever. So uh, Sounds like that's neither here nor there, though. What? If he's in love with her, he's still got to... Yeah, but they were like buds, but also Lestat and Claudia had this bond because they loved killing a lot more right. than Louis. But it's still like, look, regardless of how everybody's feeling, we can't be sloppy here because the villagers are yeah. going to come and put us all in a... But he was being a real dick about it. Lestat himself was a little sloppy. He saw, like, he let himself be seen killing somebody and mm. then relished in the fact that... Uh, there was like lore around him. Yeah, well, because they probably get bored, right? Yeah, probably. That's like probably a big part of this that they're like, ugh. You were right last I've week when you said they're all. all just fucking narcissists. Yeah, and this this vampire spins a it spins a yarn, man. Well, like, don't the things that he said in this first half of the book could have been said in two chapters. I don't know if I'm very comfortable. You. Uh, Putting all these words in my mouth and vampires hearing about this. You know, you're on tape last week. I did a, an interview with the vampire slanderer last week. <laughs> uh, let's delete that episode. I don't, I don't want vampires getting the wrong idea. They are not invited inside. Not. So anyway, Lestat's like, hey, I made you, uh, but ask who killed you. And uh, and Louis had to be like, yeah, I was the one who killed you. And yeah, he's probably real sheepish. Yeah, and whatever, and and she was just like, I hate you, I hate both of you, blah, blah, but then she and Louie become buds again. Oh, and Louie, she always slept in Louie's uh, coffin with him, mm-hmm. like even from the first night she became a vampire, right. so when she was still the five-year-old. Right, so then it was like a scared little girl thing, but now it's like a romantic thing. Yeah. But then he was so hurt because she's like, I want a coffin of my own. So they went and pulled the scam on a on an undertaker or on a <laughs> coffin salesman. And they went in there and he went in and was like, hey, uh, my daughter. Wait, a nighttime coffin salesman? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of things happen at night. <laughs> yeah, come He's on. Like, this is my little girl. Back in the old she's days. She's going to be dead clo- within the year. Shit closed at like 1 p.m. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, she's gonna be dead. Let me uh, and the, the let her lie down in all like, these coffins. Was like, 
oh my god, I feel so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And they killed him anyway and drank his blood. No. Anyway. So anyway. Uh, the, How hard is it to make a coffin? Well, I guess they've got to have like real light-proof coffins, yeah, huh? I guess, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Or you can just put shades on the window, guys. <laughs> I just feel like or vampire just... coffins, I mean, I guess this is like, old coffins used to be like coffins nowadays are like a big rectangle but old like vampire oh, coffins are like well, they like, address that in the book like oh. it, it, it is yeah, it's it like is a hex that. yeah it's and they say it's like body shaped really. yeah 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 broad at the top but uh skinny at the head and skinny <laughs> yeah just the way i like them yeah 30 36 22 36 is that what it's supposed to be i don't know tom 32 you're the pervert 32 26 you're the misogynist <laughs> uh so anyway whatever a lot of things happen claudia gets mad uh imagine it- you saw a coffin and it was shapely <laughs> Like, wow, look at the bosom and hips on that coffin. Yeah, I wish I, I'd like to open that thing up. Oh, see this corpse. Yeah, who's in there? Anna Nicole Smith? Probably. R.I.P. I was going to say, if it, I was going to bring her up, like, maybe she did. <laughs> Seems like the kind of thing the producers of her E show would be like, yo, for one last skeevy thing. <laughs> yeah. Let's put her in a shapely coffin. <laughs> Get a coffin that really accentuates her curves. Yeah. (sighs) She was great in the Naked Gun 33 and a third. Was she, though? Yeah, she's funny. When was the last time you said the Naked Gun 33? I watched a clips compilation last night. (laughs) (laughs) I stand corrected. Best of OJ clips? No, no. I had watched that earlier in the week, which is why this showed up in my recommendations. I was like, you know what? I would like to watch that. So Claudia comes to Louis, Louis, and it's just like, you know what? Fuck this Lestat guy. I think I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of research. Mm-hmm. We don't need this guy, and this guy, frankly, is an asshole. Yeah, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, and Louis's like, I don't even know if you can. He hasn't told us how you kill a vampire. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, and Louis also, ha- I mean, Lestat had also been hanging around with this musician guy all the time. Oh, great. And he was like <laughs> bragging to Louis about like, oh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to kill this guy so bad and drink his blood. <laughs> but like, he just kept going and like hanging out with him. Yeah. So who knows what's going on there? He's like, oh, I think, uh, we should, uh, we should have a guy that just, you know, Please licks around here. Uh, he was like a blues musician? Yeah, I don't know what he was. <laughs> yeah, what was the time frame? This was probably in like the mid to late 1800s at this yeah, point. Yeah, so not a blues musician then. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so anyway, uh, so uh, Claudia's like, just don't intervene when I when I try to kill Lestat. Yeah. And Louis's like, I don't know it's if like, that's a great w- idea. Hey, this book's not called Intervening with a Vampire. Applause, applause, applause. <laughs> Tom, when we did a show in uh, London, yeah. I, I, I had a fairly benign retort to something you said, mm-hmm. and it got an applause break. <laughs> it got the first applause break we ever got in a live, what was a live it? show. I don't remember this. It was during our God show, and you said God uh, <laughs> like rules over everything the sun touches, 
Um, and I said, no, I think you mean Simba. And the the fucking oh, really? house lost it. I swear to God, we have the recordings of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were like pe- people started clapping. Wow! And I was like, ah, so that's what it feels like. Maybe I'll become like a political. <laughs> uh, we could have a political show. And I was like, oh, I think you meant George W. Bush's ethics probe. Yeah, and then I'll like, get big. Oh. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, so uh, Lestat uh, and 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 Claudia have been on the outs, and Claudia comes to him. She's like, "Hey, look, man, no hard feelings. Can we just like get along now?" And Lestat's like, "No, I don't trust you. I, I think you're up to something." Yeah. And she's like, no, "No, no, no. I mean, I got you a gift in the other room." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Ah." She's like, "Okay, look." I think, regardless whether you want to accept my gift, uh, I just, I just, uh, I just want you to know, like, I want this to work. I want right. it. And he's like, Ugh. us vampires gotta stick together. Yeah, goes into the other room. There's two uh, little boys, two little cherubic uh, boys, mm-hmm. uh, sleeping on the bed. Ugh. And the way these boys are described. Ugh. And Lestat, this is all he wants. He wants to feed on a young boy's blood. Is it like young blood is better, tastes he better? He just or something? has a thing no, for it. He's just a sicko. So he goes in and like he's a pig and shit, and yeah. like he milks it, and like Ugh. and like it's like five pages of <laughs> just vile. Yeah. Like, uh, I was like, I've. I, uh, maybe yeah, child murder. Yeah, and not even that. It's it. That's where like the sensual language Ugh. comes in too, yeah. and how he's really making a meal of it. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Literally, yeah. And uh, and he's like, ah, oh, thank you, as he drinks one of the boy's blood, and then uh oh, something's wrong. Mm. Oh, it seems Claudia has poisoned these boys with absinthe and something else that I hadn't heard of. Uh. Laudanum? It's probably like some old timey sleep drug or something. Yeah. And Lestat's like, oh shit. I've been poisoned. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh God, I'm dying. Somebody help me. And he's like, Louie, Louie, help me. This little girl poisoned me with the Mm -hmm. little boy's blood. And Louie's like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. And Claudia comes up and slits his throat. Yikes. And then, like, uh, starts beating the shit out of him, I think, with a golf club. I don't know. Like, uh, uh, maybe they're not just, playing golf at this point. <laughs> maybe, like, a fireplace poker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, ah. And so they, uh, they <laughs> cut, cut it him out. Up. They cut him up and stuff and put him in a bag and bring him out to a swamp. And they're like, and that's the end of Lestat. And yeah. Louie was like, I don't think you should have done that. Like, uh, oh, Louis, yeah, get all grow up. Yeah. So anyway, they, they, why does he think he shouldn't have done that? Uh, he's just like, there's stuff we don't know. I don't know if he can die. He's always afraid that Lestat's yeah, well, going to come back from the Well, now he's in pieces in a swamp. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so this musician keeps showing up, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, uh, where's Lestat?" And, yeah, I got uh, some new licks. Louis to show feels him. really guilty. And Louis like gives him a whole bunch of money. He's like, Lestat had to go. There's a war coming. So this is right before the Civil War. He's like, there's war coming. He had 
he had business up north and he had to like what a jerk why would settled. he feel guilty why wouldn't he be like oh hey that guy was gonna eat you uh yeah whatever. i did us both the a musician, favor like really uh really seemed to be enamored with with lestat and i think he felt bad well he did him a favor so Louis feels guilty, and he just starts killing people all the time. And he and this is when he well, really that's started. No to, way to assuage uh, your guilt. He he started really leaning into it. I think in part of like trying to understand to like adopt Lestat's mo, being like this is what he loved and whatever. Yeah. And he grew to love it. And then there's a whole bunch of stuff about and that I can't relate. Did he to ever about. suck a guy's blood and then right after go I love it? Yeah, okay. yeah. It happened like five different times in this book. Uh, so anyway, the, the musician comes back. Oh, Claudia is like, oh, first Claudia is like, we have to go to Europe and find other vampires. This is when Lestat was still alive. Mm -hmm. So they were going to make an escape. Right. Um, like they were just going to leave Lestat in the middle of the night, but she killed them. So they don't need to do that anymore. So the Mm -hmm. night they're going, they, they booked passage on a ship. They had, they figured out how to get the coffins, and uh, they did all the... Yeah, they were probably probably just put a bunch of stamps on the coffins. Yeah, and uh, this musician comes back. Oh, this and, guy. Yeah, and he's like, look, man, he's not, he's not coming back anytime soon. And he notices, oh, shit, there's two bite marks on the musician's Oh. It's like, all right. And he just sees them standing across the street after he goes back in, mm-hmm. just standing there. And they're like, well, our carriage is going to be here soon, mm-hmm. like before dawn, and it's going to bring us to the ship, and then we'll be good. And then who shows up? Fucking Lestat. What? He was in pieces. Yeah, and he's all like jangly and <laughs> oh, fucking got, like, like put, put back, back t- together. And they're just like, how the fuck? Yeah. So then they start really beating the shit out of <laughs> right. him. And then they light the whole place on fire. They're yeah. like, up, and they, and he's in a place where they're like, up, oh, he's going to be burned to death. Let's get out of here. Right. They get in the carriage, and they, they go to the Worst case scenario, ship. we've got a skeleton chasing us, which, to be fair, it's a pretty bad scenario. But Yeah. So And then they get on the ship mm-hmm. and uh, leave Lestat and the, and the musician to burn to death in their apartment. Yeah. End of part one. However, part two was also a part of this. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is an episode one. Part one of the no. book. Yeah, so they go, they're going to Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, it sucks. Uh, fucking uh, Claudia, you know, they're eating rats. Yeah, um, on the there's ship? This very, there, yeah, there's this very cute part of it where it's like, uh, they describe it, and it's like, Oh, it seems a fever broke out on the on the ship. First, people would feel fatigued, and then they would just die in their sleep. Mm. Blah, blah. It's like it's like we know what's happening. You're sucking their fucking yeah, blood. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, they they go there, and like uh, Louis still brooding, and then they're going around. I don't know. And this is when he's like, "Hey, in Europe, first of all, they know about vampires, so they're yeah. on the lookout for vampires." And they're going through like smaller towns where if somebody disappears, it's, it's noticeable. Noted, yeah. yeah. They do that. They get to this inn one night and there's a cross and there's some garlic on the door. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what's going on here? And they're like, hey, I need a place to stay. And they're like, <laughs> what's going on here? Let's go inside and check it out. Well, they, it's an inn. So they yeah. need to go and, and, you know, before daybreak. And they're real suspicious of them in the inn. They're like, traveling at night, huh? And they find out there's a whole bunch of people gathered in the back. 
And this Englishman, I think they're in Germany at this point. Oh, yeah. And there's this Englishman who's like crying and crying. And they're like, what's going on, Englishman? And he's like, are you French? Cool. All these Germans are fucking crazy. Uh, my wife, and he's inconsolable. And he, mm-hmm. and he tells uh, Louis the story. His wife died by vampire earlier that night. Um, and And they want, okay. So this guy, his name is Morgan. Mm-hmm. He and his wife, I think, Emily, 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 Emily. I'm going to call her Emily. Emily. Uh, they were just driving around. Uh, they were uh, on a, in a carriage mm. in Germany, and they passed this uh, graveyard, and they see this crowd there, and the crowd's like, dig it up, dig up this grave, and they dig up a grave of this lady who died six months ago, uh-huh. and they open it up, and she uh, is... Uh, not rotted away at all. Oh, no. So they're like, ah, yeah, she's a vampire. <laughs> and they put a stake through her heart and cut uh-huh. off her head. Yeah. And they're like, ah, there have been vampire killings around here, and she's one of them, blah, blah. And then uh, so they go to this inn, mm-hmm. and uh, Emily gets lured outside by this vampire and uh, and bit by the neck, bit on the neck and killed. So all these Germans are like, we need to drive a stake through her heart and cut off her head. And Morgan is crying. He's like, no, they can't desecrate my wife's body. And Louis's like, uh-huh. she's not a vampire. I'll tell them they're not. She's not a vampire. Um, I know because I'm a vampire. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, uh. <laughs> and then uh, Claudia's like, just fucking let Trust it Trust me, but, I would know. Yeah, Claudia's like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're here to find another vampire and, like, figure out where we came from. And he's like, okay. And so he goes to the the innkeeper, mm-hmm. this lady who's like really suspicious. He's like, where's the vampire? Like, which way, north or south? And she's like, no. It's like, ah. finally they tell they tell him like north, three miles that way. So they go to this place. They find they find this big scary place, and like the vampire's in there. And they go in there, and uh, it's like. Ten pages of them just like skulking around this dark place, <laughs> and it would be very tense. But like it's it's in fucking Lewis's stupid flowery language, yeah. so it's kind of boring. And they see him. They see this guy, mm-hmm. and he's got a human on his back that uh, he started sucking the blood. And they're like a vampire, and the vampire attacks him, and he realizes uh, the attacks Lewis, yeah, Louis, he's... and he's fighting him, and he's like. Oh God! And the guy, the vampire's face is all like burned off, like Freddy Krueger. Like he doesn't uh-huh. have a nose; he's got two holes, uh-huh. and he's just like, "Oh, this is just a like a brain dead corpse." Oh, uh, that that's attacking me. Like you can't reason with this guy. It's yeah. this weird kind of vampire. He's got like no conscience. Yeah, and so and like can't communicate, can't talk yeah. or anything. So he's wailing on Louis. Uh-huh. The, the, and uh, 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 what's her name? Claudia, Claudia comes and bashes his head in with a rock and they kill him mm-hmm. and then they're like who's that guy he was holding it was that guy morgan from earlier oh wow and they're like holy shit it's getting light out and we haven't feasted so they drink morgan's blood and kill mm. him even though morgan was like kind of his friend yeah and they get back in a carriage and they go back and they're like we killed the vampire now we're going to our room don't bother us we need to sleep for a <laughs> did whole they, day did they have blood all over their mouths at the time <laughs> Yeah, may- maybe they're they've grown adept at wiping the blood off their mouths, yeah. um, and then they go around to like Romania and other places. Yeah, other vampire. They places. don't find v- very many vampires, but they're the ones that they do find. 
are just like these brain dead monsters. Uh, huh. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. And then uh, they're like, huh. Hopefully, like, Lestat wasn't the only, like, normal vampire that could <laughs> walk and talk because uh, we hope to learn more from these other vampires in Europe. Yeah. And then uh, it ends with, uh, and I don't know why this is like a, a cliffhanger, but mm-hmm. it's with Claudia going, let's go to Paris. Like, I, I don't know what's supposed to happen in Paris. Anyway, it's romantic. that's the end of part two. Yeah. Um, it was actually uh, pretty cool. The stuff with Morgan was pretty cool. Yeah. Because, like, more, I, I downplayed it in my retelling, but Morgan and uh, and Louis really uh, talked a lot, and Louis really felt for Morgan. Yeah. But then really at the end of the day, it was like, uh, man's got to yeah, eat. He's just still, a, he's not a man. I beg your pardon, he is not a man. This a book vamp- is not called Interview with the Man. <laughs> a vampire's got to eat. They have to eat every day. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't need to be a human. But it has to be like a human's worth of blood, right? No, not even necessarily. Oh, really? I don't know. That's another thing that like I never really got. Yeah, I just like carry around a duffel bag full of rats. Yeah. The other thing I'm just in case fucking pissed about, Tom. I bought this hard copy of a book. I keep snacks in my bag. Oh yeah. No, it needs to be like from a living person. Right, but I would once keep the person... living rats in my bag. If oh, I yeah, had to. keep the rats. But once the person dies, they have to stop drinking the blood. Oh, Otherwise, it like, like makes like them bad. sick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bought this fucking book in a hard copy. It cost oh. me $18. <laughs> and I left it here last week. Yeah. And so I had to buy a digital copy for $7.99. Tom, I'm $26 in the hole on this thing. That's five patrons this month. Yeah, and Ann Rice is laughing all the way to the bank. The blood bank. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Tim, thanks thanks for this week's tales. Yeah, thanks. I wrote them myself. (laughs) Uh, Hey, and thanks to driving and vibing. Yeah, and thanks to uh, this week's, uh, thanks to all the Patreons, patrons. Yeah, guys, really, thank you very much. And honestly, give feedback. Uh, in the, the did I talk about the book too much again? I don't nobody, think so. nobody commented whether or not I uh, fucking talked about the book too much last week. Then that means either you did or you didn't, or people aren't listening to this. I hope they're listening. They're paying for it. Yeah. Hey, I hope you're listening day in and day out. Well. Just once a week is Over fine. and over again. I want you to memorize all these. Yeah. I think all the money you're saving on these books. That $26 Tim spent, you don't have to spend now. Tom, I think I like this book. Yeah. I just wish they wouldn't uh, talk about <laughs> kids in weird language. Maybe Anne Rice took that. Uh, maybe people told her that in the future books. She avoids it. Well, there's a... Uh... You know what the other thing that pisses me off? What? There's a an exclusive excerpt from the latest in Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles, and it's called Prince Lestat. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, so Lestat's fucking coming back. It could be a prequel. Mm, maybe. Let's see. It's a prequel. <laughs> Is it a prequel? <laughs> I couldn't tell, actually. I mean, I would think if they're putting like a... Because I think there's a bunch of books. Like, the latest, it's like, well, 
Yeah, but my copy is from uh, 1943. Oh, that doesn't make any sense. Also by Anne Rice. Prince Lestat in Realms of Atlantis. Jesus, these books boring. Beauty's Kingdom, Prince Lestat, The Wolves of Midwinter, Interview with the Vampire, Claudia's Story. Mm. I thought that's what I'm reading. No, it's probably from Claudia's perspective. Christ the Lord, The the Road to Cana. That's that's uh, the Bible. Christ the Lord out of Egypt. Oh, she's also, oh, there's this scene. There's a lot of religious stuff. Is she like very religious? I think so. You think she'd lay off the kid stuff? <laughs> eh, you would think a lot <laughs> of religious stuff. people would lay off the kid stuff. Yikes. All right. Uh, thanks for being a patron. Uh, <laughs> see you next week. Thank you.